0: I this out and about. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slipping Podcast Daily NBA Show featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. What up, party peoples? Welcome back to the Bet Slipping Podcast. This is the Daily NBA Show recording Tuesday, February 8th. And your boy Jeff Clark remains hot. It was 2-0 Monday. Uh, moved my yearly record um, to 45-31. and 31. My monthly records up to 13 and 5. So I stay hot. I'm staying profitable. And hopefully you guys are following me on some of these picks. If you are, or if you're even fading me, I'd love to hear uh your guys' rationale as to why or get some feedback from the listeners. So be sure to uh reply to the tweets um for this podcast or or um just holler at me on Twitter at Jeffrey underscore Clark with any NBA gambling or handicapping feedback, but again, I stay red hot. I'm 2-0 and on Monday. I hit with the Toronto Raptors minus 120 on the money line uh, against the Charlotte Hornets. They beat them 116-101. They shot 43% from behind the arc. Had a plus 13 rebound differential. Um, Toronto did. Their, their bench only scored 13 points, which is really the main storyline with the Raptors. Their starters have been awesome. Nick Nurse has been Uh, playing them heavy minutes and that's a big reason why Toronto is surging up the standings right now but uh, we kept playing the hot Toronto team against a struggling Charlotte team and that cashed pretty comfortably for us so um, the first winner on Monday was the Raptors beating the Charlotte Hornets and the second winner was uh, over 206 and a half in the Miami Heat-Washington Wizards game. Uh, Miami Beat Washington 121 to 100. They shot 56% from three. There was 43 total free throw shot between the two teams, which is pretty, pretty high. Um, and we obviously needed Miami's uh, scoring to get us over the total, but um, Washington did just enough, and and Miami was red hot. So that that over 206 and a half also cashed pretty comfortably. Um, I have two best bets in the Tuesday, February 8th slate. Um, both are the, the primetime games in TNT. There's a TNT doubleheader primetime uh, Tuesday extravaganza, whatever, uh, doubleheader. Uh, the Phoenix Suns visit the Philadelphia 76ers in the first game. I like the under 217.5 in that game. And I'm also taking the Bucks first half spread against the Los Angeles Lakers in the primetime Western Conference primetime game that that Bucks first half spreads minus one and a half um, according to our friends at Typico Sportsbook, the sponsor of this podcast who I'll read an ad for here in a second Um, I wish I had more to give you guys I actually had two other uh, best bets here on my um, bet slip but the the lines have moved too dramatically to give them out at these prices I bet the Kings minus four earlier this morning at the Sacramento, uh, or I bet the Minnesota Timberwolves minus four this morning at the Sacramento Kings. Um, and it got up to minus five and a half or even minus six at some places uh, before odds makers pulled that game because the Sacramento Kings uh, traded Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson to the Indiana Pacers for DeMontis Sabonis jeremy lamb and justin holiday so that game's no longer on the board um who knows what it relisted at again i got the timberwolves this morning at minus four i didn't tweet it out or anything um so really sorry sorry about that but um i was prepared to lay up to minus six and a half with the timberwolves but i don't know what that line's going to be now that the uh kings just sent away a few of their best players in fact they're third and uh, fourth leading scorer in, in Halliburton and Hield, so can't can't play that game. And I also, um, I I bet the Celtics at minus five this morning, uh, visiting the Brooklyn Nets, and that's currently up to eight and a half. I'm not gonna give it out eight and a half. I like the Celtics up to six and a half. I can maybe even talk myself into seven, uh, my, minus seven with the Celtics. They've won five straight seven of the last eight, they're 5 and 3 against the number in those last eight games and Brooklyn has lost eight straight. They're 1-6 and 1 against the number in those um last eight games are really slumping. Kyrie Irving isn't going to play cuz of his vaccination status and it's in Brooklyn. James Harden might not play because of his injury or I don't know. Um the trade Rumors surrounding the, the uh, him and, and, and Philadelphia. I, I don't know what's going on with James Harden, if I'm being perfectly honest, which is part of the reason why I like the Celtics. Uh, Brooklyn's beaten the Celtics eight of the last nine times, including last year's first round playoff series. So I think Boston would be motivated to hammer Brooklyn because they're head-to-head history. And it's a good spot for Boston in several ways. Boston... Um, dominates bad defenses, and Brooklyn has a bottom 10 defensive rating. Brooklyn struggles versus good defenses, and Boston's first half numbers also pretty um, pretty juicy here. But again, there's been just too much line movement, and I don't want to put my coveted bet slipping NBA podcast record uh, at stake by giving you guys bad numbers. Um, but just, I do lean to the Celtics and I do lean to the Timberwolves. Um, But let's talk about my best bets. Actually, before I talk about my best bets, let me shout out the sponsor of this podcast, Typico Sportsbook. They're a global sports betting leader, and they're now live in New Jersey and Colorado. You can make your favorite sports more interesting with Typico's fast and easy mobile sportsbook app. New users from this podcast will enjoy a special welcome bonus. You can get your bonus today at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's today bet.com slash podcast terms and conditions do apply. You must be 21 or older and please see Tipico's website for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800 gambler for New Jersey and 1-800-522-4700 for Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. Okay. Like I said, I have two best bets and the uh, Tuesday slate going under 217 and a half and the sun's, Sixers game is my first best bet. That tips off at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, there's more juice on the under. It's minus 112 on Tipico right now. Um, both teams beat Chicago in their last games. Phoenix beat Chicago 127 to 124 last night. Philly beat Chicago Monday 119 to 108. Uh, Phoenix didn't cover as 6.5-point favorites. Philly did cover as 4-point favorites both games were in Chicago against the Bulls um but i like and and both of uh both of the Phoenix Suns and the Philadelphia 76ers meetings last season went over the total but i like um i like the this game to go under mostly because of trends um there's some style edges here for the under that i see but i mean the trends just point to this game being lower scoring um, I'm going to rattle off a whole bunch of them for you. First, start with Phoenix. They're 10 and 16 to the uh, under on the road with a minus 3.7 total margin. They're 3 and 4 to the under in the second of a back to back with a minus 2.4 total margin. 7 and 8 to the under when playing with a rest disadvantage at a minus 5.0 total margin. They're 8 and 11 to the under versus. Teams above 500, and they're one eight and one to under. So eight unders, one push, one over in their last ten games. As an underdog, Phoenix is. As for Philly, they're nine and sixteen to the under at home, five and six to the under when playing with a rest advantage. Um, again, they played uh, Monday against Chicago. Phoenix played last night. Excuse me. Philly played Sunday against Chicago. Phoenix played last night Monday against Chicago, so Philly has a rest advantage. Phoenix playing on the second of a back to back. Uh Philly's actually eight seventeen to the under versus teams above five hundred, and they're one and four to the under in their last five games as a favorite. Also, this is a pros versus Joes game in the betting market, at least according to pregame dot com. Uh pregame dot com currently has uh, roughly seventy-seven percent of the cash on the under, but seventy-six percent of the betting public is on the over. Typically, in sports betting, it's more profitable to follow the money, especially when it's opposite of the public. So that's the situation we got. Ha- we have here um, the uh, your just public better is is liking the over because you have you know several all stars amongst the two teams, and it's a prime time game. Uh, but this is a typical, um, under spot for pros. And that's why we see a lot more money on the under also, like I said, or like I alluded to earlier, there are style reasons or style based, um, I guess, handicapping angles to like in the under in the Suns-Sixers game. Philly actually plays at the third slowest pace, and we know Chris Paul and Devin Booker like to operate in half-court sets. They're actually a very good fast-break team as well, but I could see Philly dragging the pace down and and Phoenix um, being okay with that, especially because they just played last night. Also, both teams are actually at bottom seven in three-point attempt rate. They both like to operate in the mid-range, and they both actually are good defensively in the mid-range. So we could get a lot of contested mid-range jumpers, um, and and both do a really good job of keep well do a pretty good job of keeping teams off the free throw line. So I'm not expecting um, there to be a lot of free throws shot or um, attempted even though Joel Embiid and Devin Booker are both um, good at really getting to the free throw line. So for the styles-based rationale, the pros being on the under, the Joes being on the over, and all those trends, I'm going under 217.5 in the Suns and Sixers game. And now uh, the second-best bet in the the Western Conference primetime uh, game in this doubleheader, I'm looking at the Milwaukee Bucks at the at the Los Angeles Lakers, and I'm taking the Bucks first half spread, which is minus one and a half, and it's priced at minus 110 currently. Uh, Milwaukee hammered the Los Angeles Clippers Sunday 137 to 113. They covered us five and a half point favorites. Their offense has been rolling along lately, actually. And um, L.A. beat the, uh, the New York Knicks. 122, 115 Saturday after trailing 21 points. They went into the uh into the second half with a double digit deficit um but ended up rallying back. So uh keep that in mind. Put put a bookmark into that point because we again we like the Milwaukee first half um, spread here. Milwaukee actually beat LA um one hundred nine to one oh two in Milwaukee in their first meeting this season, November seventeenth. But the Los Angeles Lakers were without LeBron James, um, and the Milwaukee Bucks were pretty fully loaded, actually, or close to full strength. Um, But I like the I like the uh, first half for the Milwaukee Bucks because Milwaukee's just been super profitable in the first half, whereas the Lakers have been super costly. I actually found out uh, or found some some data via this this new website I'm checking out called EvAnalytics.com. Um, but according to them Milwaukee's got the third best um, ROI or return on investment uh, against the against the first half spread they're 33 and 22 against the spread in the first half and LA actually has the second worst um, ROI in the first half they're 21 31 and 2 against the number in the first half and the last three games the The Bucs have covered three straight in the first half, and they have a plus 12.7 first-half scoring margin. And the Los Angeles Lakers are 0-3 against the spread in their last three in the first half with a minus 6.7 first-half scoring margin. Again, we just talked about how, or I just mentioned how the Lakers had to rally back from 21 down to beat the the New York Knicks Saturday. Um, Part of the reason is like a stylistic... um, I guess quirk or factoid about LeBron and, and the Lakers, but specifically LeBron. he He's known to make in-game adjustments based on how his opponent is playing him, so that's part of the reason that LeBron and or the Lakers get out to a slow start. LeBron kind of likes to prod and um, poke at teams, see what they're going to do to defend him before making his in-game adjustments, and that's a big reason why I think the... um well, I think the the Lakers' first half um, return on investment for their ATS uh, first half record is what it is because they just get out to slow starts, um, and they have gotten out to a slow start for the season. Um, but that's that's where I'm at in this game. I'm taking the Bucks' first half spread minus one and a half, minus one ten. Um, that's my second best bet. The other one being the under two seventeen and a half in the Suns and Sixers. Again, I'm two and zero after Monday, forty five and thirty one this year, and thirteen and five in February. So running hot. Hopefully, you guys are making some money. Um, show me some love on social media, if so, or leave this podcast a nice review on Apple Podcasts. Um, best of luck whether you fade or follow me. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace. About. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast's Daily NBA Show featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire.